Tyson Matzenbacher is a name that has flown slightly under the radar with his most popular song, Autumn Love, gleaning just under 2 million streams on Spotify. However, his music's rather simple style but personal lyrics creates what I would call a rather intimate listening experience. His discography seems some common themes such as nostalgia and a certain longing or begging for love carried across his only two albums, Letters to Lost Loves, released in 2016, and Someday I'll Make It All Up to You, released in 2020. Some songs such as Come to California was written literally to beg his now wife to come with him in San Diego, or Fire Escape, where he is asking her to take him despite how he feels inadequate. Other songs such as I Miss the Old Days Too and Someday I'll Make It All Up To You or Last Summer, as is pretty obvious by the titles, touch on themes of trying to hang on to youth, missing the past, and or regretting and being angry about what has happened. Today we will talk about his song Sunday Morning, the second track off of Someday I'll Make It All Up To You. This song stands out as its lyrics explore a new, deeper conversation, and that is the one of religion. You're listening to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, and this is Sunday Morning by Tyson Montefiore. all the right songs, played all the right chords, till the kids still weren't singing, praise the Lord, in the past you about faith and hell, and I soundtracked his words for effect. While everyone cried and cried and cried Everyone cried and cried and cried And then we played kickball You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale on 101.7 and this is I've Got Ox. Today we're talking about Sunday Morning by Tyson Matzenbacher. Okay, so today Allie was the blind listener. Yes. And I was very excited to hear that she liked it. She's which in the back is seat, cool. Obviously. I guess she's so you're in the passenger I'm, seat. Yes. I'm in the driver's seat. I'm driving. We're listening to Sunday morning. What do you think? I very much enjoyed that. I think sometimes my personality might come across as like I only listen to really weird rock music <laughs> or like really aggressive which I mean to be fair, that That's is a true. good portion of what I listen to. <laughs> but my favorite artist is Gregory Allen Iskov and I love a good folks mm-hmm. acoustic type of song. And so I thoroughly enjoyed this because I think that there's a nice contrast between it being light and digestible, but also having a meaning to it mm-hmm. and yeah. having some really pointed lyrics that yeah. kind of make you smile. Because it's like, it's yeah. sweet, but there's also some like digs it, that yeah, are really exactly. good. It's almost nice how like just to the point he's being. Yeah, you don't is. have to read in that much. It's just like, he really just said that. Yeah. But like, it's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. It's like he wants you to think about it, but not too hard. He's like, yeah, these are some issues, but... You know, mm-hmm. and then we just fought about something random. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's still real life. It's a good, it's a, it like, I really like his music, especially because every single song you listen to of him, it really, like, it paints a picture in your head. Yeah. Like, it's almost like storytelling. It, like, yep. he's like telling a story. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's a very nice song to just like kind of focus on like listening to it. And be yeah. Like, wow, like, this is, it's, it's cool. And that's like the core of folk music mm-hmm. is storytelling. Mm-hmm. And if you think of like the great folk artists, like obviously Bob Dylan is sort of the one that comes to my head immediately. It is about making heavy topics and big topics and universal themes yeah. very digestible yeah. and very like, oh, you can kind of kick your foot along to it, but also you're going to be thinking about the lyrics for an hour after. Yeah, exactly. So I thought it was really digestible is the word that kind of keeps coming to my head. I know that sounds sort of sterile when talking about music or art <laughs> because I <laughs> no, did I thoroughly that. enjoy it, but yeah. it's, it's easy to understand mm-hmm. and it's so clear. The vocals are so clear that I think it really highlights 
the lyricism. Yeah, yeah I agree. He's a good voice. And I wanted to say, like, for the cool thing about Tyson Matzabacher is I had never heard about him until we went to see Colony House in oh. Fort Lauderdale. And this guy, Tyson Matzabacher, he gets up there and it's kind of sad because he knows nobody knows who he is. So yeah. he's like, I know you guys aren't here for me. <laughs> I'm like, who is this guy? And yeah. we're kind of like, sitting there like sad, this is kind of good. And he opened with Footfalls, which was another song I was going to do. But there's like not much really to say about it. Mm-hmm. But it's so be- like it was I was like, this is awesome. And so like that. And he closed with this song. I remember that because I remember the oh. line about kickball. And I was like, that's interesting. because I wasn't really listening to lyrics. And he's like, then I, we played kickball. No, I, I don't like, think oh. he. This no. came out in 2020. I know, but he's like, this one hasn't come out yet. Oh, and he played this right? last one. So, oh, maybe you're right. What was the crowd's reaction to him? Like, was everybody sort of into it? They were all just kind of waiting around, talking. Not a single person. That's hard. It was hard, but like he handled it really well. He got up there. He's like, I know you guys aren't going to know it, but like he was very like, I'm so grateful to be here, and like that's obviously I feel like that's probably where most people know him from is because Colony House has a little bit more of a standing than him. So he kind of he definitely got a little push. And they were he was opening for Colony House, who was opening for Switchfoot. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, so he was the opener for the opener. Yeah. That's yes. always hard. The, pre, the pre opener. It was really good. And he kind of like, you don't, he, I, we, didn't, we didn't really think about him when we left, but he's kind of just like stayed with me. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. he's that kind of artist. You're not like, I love this guy, but like, you're always like, you know what? I want to hear Sunday morning or yeah. footfalls. And, and it was really cool. That, he's a good performer. It's that kind of artist that you can't ever be like crazy about because there's his whole personality is kind of mellow. mellow. And so yeah. you can't be like, I just love Ty- Tyson Matzbacher, but he's like, I enjoy you. Yeah. And it's your songs make me feel good. So. Yeah. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale on 101.7, and this is I've Got Ox. Today we're talking about Sunday Morning by Tyson Matzenbacher. I always describe those bands as like, there are certain bands that you want to wear merch for and that you want to buy, not just to support them. Mm -hmm. I think this is one of those artists where it's like, I'll buy a shirt that I probably won't wear to give you $15. (laughs) But then there's artists where you're like, I am wearing this shirt because if someone sees me in public and even minutely acknowledges it, I will feel good about myself for three weeks. (laughs) Exactly. It's one of those bands where it's like, I I almost wonder if he would do better in like a group, like future projects going mm-hmm. forward. If yeah. this is his shtick and he's happy with it, like for sure. Totally. But I, I'm t- sort of interested to see his success trajectory and mm-hmm. whether or not he like mm-hmm. finds a niche somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think he's found an audience kind yeah. of under the sub audience of Switchfoot and things like that. Cause he offers something that Switchfoot doesn't really have is a more intimate kind yeah. of singer songwriter folk, folk thing. He's not, I think also people like that he's not like brazenly Christian, a Christian artist. He's not yeah. like trying, like he said, he's not trying to sell you something, but he's, and I, he kind of, he talked about this once in an interview that people will come up to him and be like, I'm praying for you because he's not openly like, he's like, I am a Christian, but I'm not, I'm not trying to openly publicize that in my music. And I talk about issues that I have because everybody yeah. has issues, whether they're willing to talk about it or not. But mm-hmm. people like get worried for him because he voices those issues in his songs. I think that's kind of an audience that he has has found like, I think supported. that's really respectable because I think if he branded himself as a Christian artist which there's no, nothing yeah. wrong with that and he would probably do really well in that sphere but I think it's it's sort of honorable that he kind of keeps it on the DL and it's mm-hmm. not like that's down low for our older yeah for, for anybody just tuning in DL <laughs> is down low but it's <laughs> it's almost as if I mean I, I guess it's sort of corny when bands are like we don't like labels but it's true to a degree because I think once you brand yourself as like a Christian artist it or cuts ex, out a lot of people it it, it absolutely does yeah. and it almost like it isolates you because that's yeah. all you you can't 
and stray from that. Especially in the yeah. Christian music industry with like Caleb and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a certain type of song that people want and yep. it's the kind of declared like declarative kind of I'm a Christian, everything's great. Right. And that's not real life. And every even people who listen to that song music, that's that's music for the great times of your life. But obviously everyone has their like down yeah. like times yeah. in life and he is unashamed of that. And she finds beauty in singing about the hard times, which I think is great. That's yeah. why the, the song is so refreshing because yeah. it's not just him being like, I love being Christian. He's <laughs> like, I don't really know what I think. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I went to this, I'll, I'll talk about this later when we go more into it, but it's the whole thing that like inspired this is he was going to a summer camp that he was worshiping at and he was just like, like, yeah, he was the main band, I think for the summer camp, like just mm. being struck by like the, like the kind of, I don't know what the word irony is of, of, or, and kind of just being like modification of faith. Yeah, exactly. And just, like he was like I don't know what I think about this and Gavin and I have talked a lot about this song and it is very hard to find information about this man or his life because he's not popular he's not popular <laughs> right but he's also I think he's just like I don't think he's doing this as like I mean he's making money I think but he's not like this is my career this is all I want to do he's kind of like yeah I just like this and he now he lives with his wife in California and they're just having their yeah. grand old time and so it's very it's very like that's what I was saying before too about how it's like kind of it's very personal yeah. And so it makes you feel like oh, this is I feel like I'm looking into his life, like how he's openly questioning like what he believes and with some of the lines where he talks about like we have had we we always think we're like it feels like maybe she's like Catholic or something. And they're talking yeah. about like are like converting yeah. or like just religion in general. Or at it's least very like interesting. he's trying to coax someone back into faith who's kind of had enough of the corporate Christianity. Yeah. Just and I don't know if you've ever been to like a summer camp christian summer camp no okay but basically that, that's a very real scenario like i went to one once where there's like a really intense time of worship and there's like people are you know connecting with their faith and then two minutes later it switches and they're like okay we're gonna go play a game everyone's like <laughs> wiping tears off their face like trying to get it's weird it's, it's an experience that they're having and like it's very real but then it just feels it, it's it's hard to be in that situation be like how do i balance that and is it just am i here just to have that feeling and then move on and that's what he's yeah. kind of talking about and there's a line he says where you can only come down off that high so often so often yeah and it's like it's it's basically like a drug that people he use. literally said that. he's like did the holy spirit like move you like i used to do those drugs too but like yeah. you can only do that so much where you're like what does this mean anymore yeah when because when you i mean this is something we talk about i'm a like evangelical protestant so like there's a big problem in that movement where people are join the church off of feeling yeah. which is a really big issue because it's a feeling is it's dopamine it only it lasts so long mm -hmm. and you can it's like a drug you can only have that experience so often until it wears off and becomes mundane and if that's all that there is to your faith what is there what is it is it really faith and so yeah. he's trying to coax people the person he's talking to i think back into it and be like it, this isn't real like yeah <laughs> this is just part of the 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 bigger thing and so, i yeah. think I mean, I'm coming from an outside perspective. I wasn't raised in a church or any sort of specific faith. Um, but what I see a lot is like, especially with the rise of these mega churches yeah. and trying to find this balance between being hip and modern yeah. and actually it, like being religious. Yes. Yeah. It, it feels so like, I mean, the main chorus of this song is sort of what gets sold on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. I think the word sold holds so much impact. It's perfect, an ex perfect yeah. like, example of what's going on. Yeah, which is why, I mean, p I think a lot of people like me or maybe m my generation who isn't necessarily like opposed to religion but doesn't really see some of it in a positive yeah. light is understanding that um, 
Just say totally it. Totally blanked. Say it. It's okay. I totally blanked. Um, is understanding that there is a sense of purity in it that has in faith and in the idea of religion that mm-hmm. has just been morphed mm-hmm. and mutilated over the yeah. course of like into a product. Time. Yes, yeah. into a product that is is sold and distributed. And then you're just forgetting about what the core of it that was really supposed is. to be something yeah. special. And, it, and then you're realizing, like, what does this mean anymore if I'm yeah. just coming here and being like, yeah, haha, let's go play something. Like, this is, I feel <laughs> so good kickball. doing it. Yeah, literally. I was reading, I found one interview. It wasn't even an interview. Technically, it was an Instagram caption. Classic. Oof. But he talks about, I'm not going to read the whole shtick, but basically he's like, I went to the summer camp. I was the leader, the worship leader, and the pastor was up there yelling at everyone. He says... Um, the pastor was on the stage literally yelling at all these tired homesick kids about the quote promise of salvation everybody was sobbing we made eye contact and so he knew like telling me to like make the background music like end with his words the the music for effect Mm -hmm. and then he says i still believe that a large group of people moving together once a week to look upward to acknowledge the value of generosity of kindness and love and family and a thousand other nobilities is a positive thing i still believe in a creator who wants to be involved in our lives i also think that our interactions with something infinite should feel different than a dopamine rush or convenience Which yeah. like wow, my drop. Yeah, and I think the lyric that kind of stood out to me the most was right towards the end when he talks about the girl, and he says something about she made a cross with her wrists, said, "You know what I miss being lost and then being found." Mm-hmm. If we're thinking about it in the context of faith and church being something that's sold, that is really poignant because it's talking about like people profit and benefit off of that feeling of like rescuing people. Yeah, yeah. and that isn't necessarily like and you can't do that every true. week yeah you yeah. can't yeah and, and whole, it's an ego thing, thing. It, yeah. it becomes an ego thing like look at me yeah it's like we're not supposed to be looking at this guy on the stage as yes. like you're saving us because yeah. that, you're that's distracting you from the whole entire point yeah and then you just get fed on this thing like yeah look at me i'm doing all these <laughs> good things like i'm saving these people and yeah like, you're kind of it's like recruitment yeah. for a sorority it, it's like uh how many people can we get in our church exactly yeah. sort of strange it is, and it it's is. i think like kind of speaking maybe to defend protestantism a little bit <laughs> if i may you obviously doesn't um, hate it no I mean. but i think that this kind of movement of the mega church and thing is faith being a feeling is kind of the is coming off the heels of like traditional religion where it's based on what like certain rituals or certain traditions that you do yeah. that is kind of sometimes can be rote and feelingless and so the opposite extreme of that obviously has become what he's talking about so it's kind of sad that this this movement and this this idea that was supposed to be more more like um, unique and more genuine, yeah, yeah. is kind of it's becoming itself like, alive. Ma- yeah, yeah, it's becoming like grayed out and like just like what you said completely. It's becoming disingenuous. Yeah, and in this, which is sad because it's it's exactly what we were fighting against, right? But just disguised as being overly genuine, which mm-hmm. is and like even if it's not summer camp, it's still every Sunday like where he's talking it's like we, we were talking about religion and then we thought about Friedrich Nietzsche like right. we're going from Sunday morning from this two hour period maybe and then going right back to our lives yeah. which is just like if, some, if, if faith is something that is important to you like even in the Bible it's talking about it's a it's a lifelong commitment. It's something that you're supposed to live out every day not so, just three hours of, the, of your week <laughs> right. or a summer camp or even part of a, a day like it's I think he's just he, he knows that there's truth and he's like I believe this but the way we're doing it just isn't working. Yeah, so yeah. He, he brings up a really like important issue, and I, that's why like listening to the song, I was like, 
this is genius. Like, yeah. and this is something that people need to say. Yeah. Like, and the, the, like, an just being like, is- you think about it, like literally even, even me and I never like thought about it like this before, but we all like, we get up for church in the morning. We go to church with our whole family and then we just go back like to whatever we were doing. My dad's like, I'm going to have a glass of wine or whatever. And we're, I'm going to invite my friends over and we're going to argue about something. Like it's literally, I feel like I've seen this happen. Like, you know what I mean? And you don't, you don't notice it really until like, I remember listening to this and being like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) is this my life? (laughs) And that's what's really crazy. Talking about like the Christian audience that like, we need this, like we need someone to represent us in this feeling. Like we're not alone that, this something we're doing isn't right. Right. Like there needs to be a more lifelong expression and just instead of just a day or something and like that. I hesitate to, I've never liked using the word class because I think it really, I don't know, it's just become a little diluted. But we talk a lot on the show. I mean, the 1975 song comes into my head at the first time. Like being able to pack a punch in a song, but do so with such poise mm-hmm. and delicateness Packed, yeah. mm-hmm. and but like still really get your point across i think this is a far better example of being able to change or even open the minds of people without being aggressive aggressive yeah. and gross and weird about it yeah. and, it's, <laughs> and it's making good. people feel uncomfortable yeah and it's good too because he's not he's not just critiquing a system but he's a part of it he's a yes, part of that yeah. he's like i was that person at the summer camp doing this thing yeah and it's 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 not working it's wrong and so that's a lot more easy for people to be like oh he's he has no reason to be like right. bashing this he's because he's a us. part of it so um this has been bella you're listening to radio free hillsdale on 101.7 and this is i've got ox and see you later see ya